And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 10. People, we made it. Not sure if there's going to be an episode 11, but thank you for joining. Now, most podcasts, the host will bring on a guest so that the host can interview the guest. But on the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, I'm actually bringing on a guest, be more, don't be less, to interview me. So today we have Brittany more say what's up to the people hello hello yeah so um yeah so Brittany, tell them about who, who are you i'm the twins's mom that's what everybody really knows me as <laughs> uh two little 10 year olds they have been with american for three years love it love it um second year on junior white and first year we were here on prep uh so, you know, just letting two little twins run me around yeah. ragged. And here we are. Yeah, so this is... So we did this, what, during quarantine the first time. The little Ask a Coach thing. We're just trying to fill out like, oh, everyone's on lockdown. What should we do? And, you know, I feel like everyone in the industry was trying to come up with, like, content to put on our social media. And then we had this idea. Let's do this. So we did it on Instagram. And it was like a big hit. I think so. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was, it was awesome. Fun. Yeah, I, I had a ton of fun. Then started the podcast. And I was like, we got to do this... Uh, like I had so much fun the first time we did it. I was like, we got to do that for real on a podcast. So now, you know, here we go. Here we are. So, ask a cheer coach, real life cheer mom, real questions, and you know, hopefully, I give you real answers. And you not, always do. So, <laughs> not worried about that. Yeah, well, you know, I got to keep it politically correct nowadays. I got a <laughs> podcast now, so I'm official. <laughs> I'll need my corporate sponsors coming down on me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, I have zero corporate sponsors. But if you want to be a corporate sponsor, I'll let your boy. Let's go. All right. So, um, should we get started? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Um, First question. Wait, real quick. Episode number 10. I made it, people. Let's go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How's life with Joey? Joey's great. Joey is the, Joey is the best. She really is. She, like... It's just, she's such a happy kid, and she just brings so much joy to all of our lives. You know, like, she's just, and, you know, everything's a milestone. You know, she, you know, she's eating for, you know, she, right now, she just started purees, um, like, the week before Thanksgiving. So, or the week of Thanksgiving, we started purees. So, you know, at first, we tried, at first, we tried butternut squash. Ashley and I had this big debate, like, what should we, what's the first food we should try? And we're like thinking about this and I'm like, oh, let's not try anything too sweet because I don't want to get addicted to sugar, but no one likes peas. Like, let's not do that. And so I was like, butternut squash is a little sweet, but it's a vegetable only thing. So we tried butternut squash and she like hates it. She's like, oh, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, bring like the sweetest thing that we can find. But she loves carrots, loves sweet potatoes, loves pears, um, but but Joey's awesome. She just brings so much joy to us, and it's, you know, it's great, so. So how is it watching Ashley from just a married woman, mm-hmm. no kids, to being a mama, mother bear, how's that? Ashley was born to be a mom. She was born to be a mother. She has always been super nurturing, um... She she was born for this. And I remember she wanted to have kids very early. Like, when we were, like, engaged, she was always like, I want to have kids right away. And I was like, well, you know, let's enjoy some time, just the two of us. And I gotten some pretty good advice. It wasn't advice uh, directly towards me. It was when I was coaching at CBU. Head coach at CBU, Tammy Fleming. Shout out to Tammy. She was head coach at the time. But she was telling the girls college kids like don't you don't need to rush to get married or have kids and she said you know my husband and I have been married for I think 10 years at the time and we've built such a solid foundation with each other that no other person entering our relationship can can ruin that because we built such a solid foundation and I was I don't even know if I'd known Ashley at the time when I heard that but I remember just thinking that was such good advice to 
those young girls like to really like build a solid foundation or not to at least be in a rush to have kids and uh so i just took that to heart and was like well let's let's try to build a foundation before we have kids and so we did that but she's always wanted to have kids and be a mom and so she's just she was made for motherhood so she's you know she's a rock star and getting a plus plus at it well that's i could see it i could easily see it uh just the way she looks at joey i mean i i the twins are my world yeah so you could tell someone that's like hands-on mama bear as to someone that's like oh that's my kid yeah just the way she looks at her in the pictures it's like holy moly it's just it's super cute yeah it's adorable um you know girl dad so girl dad how how do you like being a girl dad love being a girl dad right now i do at least you know we'll see how it turns out later (laughs) i mean my husband is a girl dad uh three girls and you know we're not having any more kids yeah so he's you know kind of stuck with the frilly bows and the hair but he also has them out there riding dirt bikes yeah and you know digging holes in the backyard yeah for sure things like that uh so as she gets older it'll be totally like she can do mommy things yep and do the daddy things yeah i've always you know i think i'm the oldest i have a little of a little sister then two younger brothers and i've always liked the idea of having an older brother to protect the the baby sister and i always wanted that and thought oh that's the way i I really want to go then Ashley got pregnant, and I still felt like that. But then I started looking around the gym, like, I'm really going to have a kid, and, you know, it's going to be a boy or a girl. And I started looking at the girls at the gym, and I was just like, you know, I, you know, I could, I, I'm around young girls all the time, right? So, you know, we take kids starting at three years old at American. Obviously, I coach a wide majority of the kids in the gym, coach college kids. And I just feel like I've been trying to leave a lasting impression in young girls lives for the last however many years of my life that I was like I'm I could probably I'm probably actually better at doing it to girls than I am to boys at this time <laughs> so you know it was it was like really exciting to have a girl and I just um I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it thoroughly right now so we'll see how it is when she's uh older and you know Girls have their pros and their cons, yes. and so you know. Yep. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, I as know. well as boys, but you know. Definitely. You know, yeah. So, uh, Joey is still pretty young, yeah. but future-wise, do you guys see any more children? Or are you just kind of taking it as it goes? It's a good question. I want to incriminate myself. <laughs> Ashley's listening. Yeah, I Jason, know. you told Brittany you have four more kids. I am trying my best to be the best father to Joey right now. That's what I'm focused on. And if it happens, it happens. If it we'll happens, see how it goes. We'll see what happens after that. That's that's yeah. fine. That's fine. I mean, I didn't expect to have twins. Yeah, true. And I was like, oh, I'm not having any more. Yeah. Yep, we're good. Two, done. Perfect. All right. Um, so... Junior White, shout out to uh, Coach Claire and Coach Christina. Let's go. Love them. Uh, we were supposed to go to Summit last year. Mm-hmm. 1920 season. And we got a bid. Yep. Then Corona happened. COVID. Darn it. Um, Summit's canceled. As a program, you guys decided you're not going to take... Level ones to yep. the summit, the big one. This was before it came out with Orlando. Yeah, definitely. Um, did it ever cross your mind since it got canceled last year to maybe take Junior White this season if it happens twenty twenty one? Since they didn't get to do it previous year, it has crossed my mind. It has crossed my mind, and I think about. I think about a bunch of different things when it comes to that. Because I know it's a... I know everyone wants to go to the summit. Like, I I get that. And I think that's what I'm... 
what I'm battling is getting everyone to want to go. And I've said this before, but I feel like our industry is beholden to the summit. Mm -hmm. And whatever the summit, I feel like if summit decided to move to Brazil, our whole, all of our families would want to go to Brazil. And even if they could only cheer for that one year, we'll go to Brazil this year. And you know, that means we just won't cheer for the next three years. If that's, you know, so be it, as long yeah. as we get to go to Brazil this year, right? And so I feel that Summit has taken the, has taken a lot of power away from gyms to make decisions that are best for the gym, and gyms are put in a position to make decisions all about the Summit. I just saw this the other day on a, um, on a Facebook post. A Summit event... You can get a summit event via a virtual competition right now. Or a summit bid via a virtual competition. Most virtual competitions are pretty cheap. Summit virtual competitions are like three times the amount of any other virtual competition there is out there. But gyms are pouring all this money into... Pouring all this money into events at their gym... Which the which varsity has nothing to do with besides judging it, but they give a they're given a summit bid, so gyms just fork out this money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we should be. I I just don't want our gym to be beholden to the summit where we are willing to pay three times the amount for a competition just to get a summit. Just to get a summit bid. Okay, you know, and. Yeah, I, I think it's one thing when they're older because it, it now it gives like right kids on junior white something to look forward to and say you know what I I really want to go to the summit and let's make this a a long term goal opposed to a short term goal. So that's the kind of the reasoning behind that. Have I thought about it because it got canceled last year? I have thought about that, but I don't know if you know. Well, you know, we'll see what happens this year with everything. But you know, but as you're talking. About the reasoning of you know we're not we're not going to go to summit and you know just what you just said you know it kind of brought something to my like realization the team that was junior white last year is not the team that was junior white this year very true so I mean if yeah we could have that whole junior white team again which I mean they did phenomenal mm-hmm. you know all season last year but if the junior white this year is not the junior white. Yeah. Last year. So I never really thought about that. But I mean, I'm fine with going to regionals, you know. I personally feel like you and Ashley make the best decisions that you can for our program. And I mean, I'm kind of like, well, if you don't like it, then, you know, step up and do something about it type of person. But I I never really thought about that. So I mean, you know, everybody does kind of like. Oh, holy grail to yeah. the summit. And um, we haven't got to go yet, which, you know, hopefully their time will come. Hopefully yeah, they yeah, stick for it out sure. for plenty of years to come. Um, so, yeah, that's that was my uh, big summit question, I think. Uh, how hard is it placing teams? It is. Placing teams has got to be one of the hardest. It probably is the number one hardest thing we do all season. Because we have, we have to make some decisions with our brain, another decision, and but our heart heavily influences our brain at times, right? So there's always kids, and you can tell they've been on level one for you know x amount of years, longer than the let's say the average kids on level one, or they've been on level two longer than the average kid, or even not even the average kid, but all of their friends or whatever the case may be. And they're taking extra classes or whatever it is. You can just tell it's probably time for them. They would probably like to move on to another level. And they, Mm -hmm. you know, their friends, whatever the reason is, right? And you always know, there's so many things you have to juggle. Because you know that decisions may or may not come with an angry email and they may or may not come with a a meeting that you really don't want to sit through. They may or may not come with just the kid quitting or and then, you know, 
bad-mouthing you on Facebook or whatever the case may be, or just, hey, we're all packing up and we're we're done with this. We're going to go to the gym down the street, right? And so every coach and program wrestles with those things to some degree, some more than others, right? Some don't care at all and just say, you know, go fly a kite, don't care what you do, and others... I'm assuming there's someone who panders to all of their family's needs and just put together, you know, teams that have no business being on the floor. Yeah. Right. Um, So that's the hard thing you have to juggle is deciding what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And and then trying to put together competitive teams at the same time, placing athletes correctly and who's going to be a flyer and who's going to be a base on those teams or who you project to be a flyer, who you project to be a base. And and it's really easy to put together a couple. Well, let's wait, we have nine teams here, so it'd be really easy to put together like three really really competitive teams and let everyone else fall by the wayside and just say, hey, we're just gonna have three competitive teams and everyone else, you know, figure it out. But the hard part is trying to get competitive teams from top to bottom, which is something like we really believe in is having competitive teams across the board. And so that's the hard thing, too, is, you know, how do we make all of the teams competitive? Should we be in a large division? Should we be in a small division? Should we be co-ed or should we be an all-girl team? And, you know, all those things. And we do it in, you know, a couple of days. And (laughs) Yeah, you guys guys do do it pretty quickly. Um, And, I mean... I've only been at the gym for three years, and I see sometimes I see parents posting memes of waiting for that email. I'm like, holy moly, they just they just started yeah. teams. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I get excited too, uh, just to know, but I don't think I get excited as some parents. Do. Yeah, uh, maybe that'll come with time. But it is. It, I get it. it's it's super exciting. I I the anticipation of. The anticipation of knowing, like, what team you made. I know super, you know, I've been on that side too, right? Just like, did I make the team? Am I on this team? But the stress of actually putting all the teams together and being like, all right, well, here we go. Let's, you know, let's make it happen. And because it, it really is, you know, it is all, you know, your whole season is dictated on what, on your team placements, you know. You have to have, if you want to win competitions, you have to have talented athletes. And that's just the bottom line. You have to have talented athletes out on the floor. And so, you know, you can have kids. I remember <laughs> there was a shout out to Fierce Tigerettes. Um, long time ago, they had this junior two. And they were phenomenal. Phenomenal. It was, they're phenomenal. And we had a junior two in that division too. And so did California All-Stars. And they and we went to Spirit Sports. Tigerettes went and they killed it. They looked great. And the coach from Cali comes up to me and he's like, "Did you see Tigerettes?" I was like, "Oh, they're great. They're great." He's like, "How are we supposed to compete against that?" And I'm like, I, "I only have level two kids on my team." And you know, the joke was that I can't. Mike, those kids were clearly could do more than level two things Mm -hmm. but they were able to do everything there was in level two though i'm guessing lots of those kids had level three skills right and i'm saying i only have i I only i can't do anything more because i only have level two kids on this team you know and you know if you're really going to be i mean if you really want a competitive competitive team you have to have kids who are able to truly max out the um the score sheet, you have to have a lot of them, or at least a good handful of them. And, you know, so kids have to decide, like, do I want to be kind of an average higher level or do I want to be a, you know, be able to really push the envelope on a lower level? So, you know. Good to know. Good to know. You know, circling back to uh, team placements and, you know, you were saying you're going to have meetings and, you Mm -hmm. know, things like that. How annoying does it get when a parent doesn't like the team that their child is placed on? It has to. I mean, because I, I'm i just kind of like, yeah, you know what? That's what team you got placed on. That's what team you got placed on. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the twins did want to move up to a level two, and uh, I I didn't want to hope their crush their hopes mm-hmm. and dreams and tell them, oh yeah, yeah, go try out. But I also didn't want to discourage them. Yeah. So I kind of just was like, you know, you need to talk to your coaches. You need to see if I try out for, you know, a level two team, what do I need to have? Um, I wanted them to hear it, the reality of it. Yep. I don't want to tell them like, oh, yeah, go try out. Maybe you'll make it. I I realistically knew that they probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of told them, you know, like, hey, I, I don't think it's the best idea. I think... You should wait. Do another year on level one, and we'll see where it goes. Um, but it has to it has to get annoying when parents don't like what teams they're placed on, and so they want to have a meeting, and they want to nag. You have to have frustrations. I think, great question. I think that some parents, I think there are times when we make, most of the decisions we make for team placements are based on tumbling. Right, you have your back handspring, your back walkover, back handspring, your round off two, you get to make the level two. You have your back walkover, your front walkover, you get to make level one. You have your tuck, you're gonna make level three. And those things are pretty black and white. And I totally understand. And there have been times when a kid had the skills that we mentioned that you need to make the team, and they end up making a lower level team. And I truly understand why a parent athlete would be upset and frustrated and want to have a meeting and I'll talk to them about well besides those aren't the only things we evaluate but it's like the biggest thing we evaluate it's like the thing that we put the most like emphasis on right but there are times when we evaluate other things where this kid was lacking in this other area or their age or whatever it is there's other factors that we have to consider and so I had to explain it to them. I think the most, probably the most annoying thing is having illogical conversations. Saying, my, hey, what's the requirement for level two? Oh, standing handspring, back walk back handspring, round off two. All right, what'd your daughter throw? She threw none of those skills. Why should she be on this team? Because her best friend made the team. And, okay. or because, you know, she's been on level one for 10 years. And I totally get all of those things. I get why you'd want to. I can't move up athletes because their best friend moved up, right? I can't move up athletes because they've been on this level for, for 10 years. I can't move up athletes for X, Y, and Z. I can move up athletes because they are going to be able to help that team you know, be competitive, right? So, you know, I put this in the blog once upon a time, but if everyone got to choose what level they're on, they'd all, everyone be on senior teams. We don't have nothing but level five, well, level, uh, level six world's teams. They all be senior teams, right? No one would be on a junior team and they'd all be on these higher level teams and our, you know, our program would be awful. So the only thing that really annoys me, it does not annoy me for people to have questions and to want to know answers and to know the real reason why but I feel that a lot of times I talk to parents and I'm just talking to their... I feel a lot of times they, they're just kind of venting their frustration at me mm-hmm. and they don't really want the answer to the question. And I, and I think that parents would do themselves a service if if they didn't wait until tryouts to have the tryout conversation if they you know right now we're in december now's a great time to say hey what level do you want to make next year oh i want to make the level three great what skills do you need to have to make the level three? Oh, well i don't know or i need to have x y and z we'll say hey you need to talk to your coach figure it out what do or don't you have oh i don't have my tuck well then what do you need to get i looks like i get gotta get my tuck what should you do? I should probably get into class or take some privates or all those things and have the kids not just... I, I think the biggest frustration is that parents go, well, good for you. I hope you make the level three knowing good and well their kid doesn't have any level three skills. And they're just kind of placing all the... They then make the coaches in the program the bad guy for saying, well, you don't have your tuck when... The parents had some accountability in that saying like, well, you don't have your tuck. We got to get you in a class or we got to do something. What can we do to get you 
to be at that level. And if you fall short of that, then prepare them. We we shouldn't be surprised that, you know, the kid without a tuck didn't make the level three team, you know? So going off of, you know, kids getting into classes and, you know, learning these skills, uh, you know, if you had to estimate, how long do you think it would take if a kid signed up for a class, let's use the twins as an example. Mm-hmm. So um, we did the back handspring clinic, mm-hmm. the first one that we had. Um, loved it. They, you know, they did great. Coach Bailey said that uh, one of them needed a little bit of extra work. One of them was doing good on track. Mm-hmm. How long should it take them to, you know, sign up for a tumbling class and be able to master that back handspring to be able to? Uh, move up to, you know, another higher level tumbling class and, you know, potentially make another, you know, level two team. Yeah. And that is a very good question that I honestly don't have a real answer to. Because what I've seen are kids who walk in, and this, you know, this happens all the time with like when boys walk in the gym. They go, oh, boys got all their tumbling. Boys have a lot less fear than girls when it comes to like flipping upside down. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they are any stronger and that's why they're getting tumbling faster it's that they have less fear and so they just will okay you want me to do that sweet i'll do that and so it really depends on one the kid's athletic ability and the hard part is is that i've also seen that we're not really considering athletic ability as part of the equation for getting new tumbling skills, right? Um, Some kids have more muscle than other kids and they can jump higher or jump faster or have more power and having more power and speed and being able to jump, you know, makes it easier to do a back handspring, right? And so a kid with less fear, more athletic ability, and we'll throw in good work ethic is going to get it faster than a kid with tons of fear, a non-athletic body, and and less work ethic, you know? And so, you know, and I think that's... But I think kids being in the gym, what I have seen is kids that dedicate themselves to the gym tend to get more skills than kids that don't dedicate themselves to the gym. And my coach told me this when I was first started, but I was taking a tumbling class like once a week, and I'm starting to like get a little bit of skills, right? I'm a kid like that, right? I joined the gym and had a tuck within a month, right? Um, and it wasn't, you know, I was just, okay, well, we're going to flip and we're going to do stuff and all that stuff. But I remember him saying, like, if you want to really get good, my college coach was, uh, he was my college coach, but he's my first cheerleading coach at this tumbling gym as well. But he said, if you really want to get good, you have to be in the gym at least four or five days a week. And I was like, four or five days a week? That seemed like so much to me. I was like, I'm already here once a week. Like, you want me to come four or five times a week to, like, really get good? And he's like, yeah, if you want to get good, you have to be here that long. And he's, he was absolutely correct. If you want to be good, you have to be in the gym, you know, constantly. And, you know, same, you know, if you want to get good at anything, you have to do it more than once a week is what I would suggest. Truth. <laughs> So, are you at all nervous about this season because of COVID? Now, I will tell you as a parent's perspective, and this is just me being realistic. It's not being a negative Nancy. I just, I mean, I hope it happens, but I really just don't think much is. I am most nervous for the state of California. I was once I once had my chips in California that we were gonna have competitions. Not really in California, but I, I was like, well, I guess I had my chips with varsity. That varsity was gonna figure out how to have competitions in California, and that these big, you know, companies, corporations were gonna figure out how to have competitions in California. Um, it seems that California. I would be willing to bet if I were a betting man that California would not have competitions at least, you know, not in January or February, March. Uh, 
But there are all-star competitions happening in other states, so, like, you know, how far are we willing to travel to have a competition is, like, the big deal with us, I guess. Like, how far are we willing to travel so that we can have a competition season? But... And we're on track for, um, you know, we did just... You guys redid the schedule, and we're on track for, you know, Vegas. Yeah. Um, And our one California event. (laughs) Shout out to West Coast Unity Championships. Yeah, thank you. We need that. For real. We definitely need it. Uh, hopefully we can bring everybody with yeah. us. Um, Vegas, do you think it's really going to end up being a go? Or you're, are you just a little on the fence? I hope so. You know, I we talked about Vegas, what, two weeks ago or so? And then that news thing came out or whatever it was blah, I'm not sure what it was but you know something I clicked on online was yeah. like Vegas is starting to pull back as well and it's like really guys like we need this so just kind of going with the flow right now if it happens it's great if it doesn't you know you, we can't yeah. be upset about it and I think that's the um, this is where I'm hoping I have faith in our parents I know that it's not I have faith that our parents know it's not my fault yes I I know that it's not the competition's you know I know it's not their fault and so you know we're just trying to make the best that we can out of this situation that we're in you know um, one thing I, I love a couple years ago this happened but there's just this quote I love but that we're all playing rain we're all playing ring. We're all playing golf in the same bad weather, you know? And, you know, we're trying to deal with this. That's not even the quote I wanted to say. It's it's not the strongest or the smartest who survive, but those who are most adaptable. So, you know, I think this season's just going to be about adaptability and being able to, you know, move and duck and jump and at the drop of a dime. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um any future dreams or plans for American Cheer? Wait, 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 real quick. How far are you willing to go as a parent? How many out of state, let's not say Vegas, I'm counting that as like an in-state mm-hmm. drive. How many out of state competitions do you feel you and or the average parent would go to? Okay, well, I don't, I, you can't include me in the average parent. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll start with you. So me, uh, honestly, um, you know, when we did our last, when we did our Instagram live, um, there was, you know, we kind of talked about uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. And I was excited. Yeah. I was. Um, I think that... Canada is not having competitions. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, an owner from one of the Canadian gyms texted me the other day. I was like, what are you guys doing for comps? And she's like, we're, zero, we're doing zero. And I was like, oh, that's good. I feel like as a parent and... And uh, this is one place. Me and my husband are really on the same level with this. Like, we signed up to cheer knowing that there would be travel. Mm -hmm. Knowing that there would be Vegas and potentially Dallas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the way the twins are working on a level one a couple years ahead of time. Um, We signed up knowing there was going to be travel. Yeah. And we don't pick the competition schedule you and your coaches and you know you guys as coaches pick it so if you were to tell me that we were going to atlanta okay atl let's go i mean if we're if we're going to dallas okay great i have family there friends there like would love you know let's add a weekend in it um basically i mean wherever you were to tell us that we were going i mean we would go i mean I guess that's where the creativity yeah. side gets in, where it's, oh, gosh, it's so expensive. It is expensive, but, you know, here come all the fundraisers yep. and, um, you know, independent fundraisers, because I do the fundraising yeah. for the gym. So, you know, I did a gun raffle fundraiser last year for the twins. And those do really well. I'm actually surprised at how well they also got gun raffle. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that's me moving to Bakersfield. I'm like, <laughs> we're did. raffling guns, huh? It all right. so good. It really, truly did. Um you know, we, we saved the money and paid for our flights for Summit. Yeah. Uh, all four of mine, my husband's, and the twins is to go. Dude, so, that's so cool. it was it's great. But I, I would be willing, wherever you guys say, like, all right, that's what we got to do. I mean, we didn't sign up saying, well, we're on the yeah. fence. If we have to go this far, we're not going. Um, 
and we did prep our first season, and that's kind of where I was at of, well, I don't want to travel too far. Because yeah. I don't know if they're really going to like it. So prep was perfect for us to step into. Yep. And then we were like, okay, you know, they really like it. We're going to take the next step, and we're going to go, you know, try out for Elite. So yeah. that's just me saying that. Um, but it's easy for me because I just have the twins and myself. Yeah. You know, and, you know, sometimes my husband will go. But well, that's it, double the kids most people have in the program, right? It is, but <laughs> then they also have other kids that, yeah. you know, have to tag along. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, for me, it's pretty easy to say that just because I only have the twins and me. And my husband doesn't get a go every time with Mm -hmm. us. His job doesn't call for him to be able to. Yeah. So, it's easy for me to say that. The average person, I can't really speak for, but... How many of those would you go to? How many out-of-state, we gotta, you know, it's gonna be longer than... You know, we're good, we're good, we're going east of Arizona. Speaking in this time that we're in, yeah, right yeah, now, four, four. You do four, crazy. That's more than I would guess. I mean, I kind of look at it as like, you know, say you change your mind and you're going to take Junior White to uh, to Dallas. One of my best friends lives right by there, mm-hmm. so you know, if it, I, I don't know if it's a stay and play or not. Yeah, but, you know, if it isn't that. X, that takes away a room that I have yeah. to pay for because I could stay with them. Um, so, you know, that's kind of easy for me. Um, but I, I don't know. We're just kind of like we do what we have to do, parents. Yeah. Um, we didn't sign up for this knowing that there was, you know, contingencies that we wanted. Yeah. We signed up for it knowing that this is what our kids want to do. And, okay. You know, the other thing I struggle with is... Not this year in general, but or in general, but not this year specifically, is I want to do fun events, but events really are, I mean, there's Dallas, which is a really good event, and Summit's a really good event, and Cheer Sport's a good event, but if we didn't want to do something that big, but wanted to travel, I feel like there's not a lot of good events to go to like so let's see where do we go did we do Cal Palace last year yes was that this past season we did Cal Palace (laughs) right what I don't want to do is go hey guys we're all gonna go to Louisiana and we're like Louisiana that sounds awesome like I've never been to New Orleans that'd be great and then we end up in the Cal Palace in New Orleans you know what I mean we're like we flew all the way out here for this for this you know and I just don't know what other not that I don't know but All events are kind of like, I want to say the Cow Palace, but what's another like average competition we go to? Mm. I don't want to say spirit sports. Something like little less than spirit sports. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Whatever events we go to. And, and, and it's just like, you know, we're here and it's cool because we're in California and, yeah. you know, it was, a, it was a couple hours. But do we want to fly across the country for... Would we want to fly across the country to sit in, like, that type of thing? Like, it's one thing, like, in Dallas, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, we're here, and it's like this, you know, like I said, it's a big event, and, it, you know, you could tell they put a lot of money into the production. And yeah. They and don't everything. want to fly, you know, across the country or whatever it is to just go to an average situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just kind of like, or below average. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. I mean, I think that that's, yeah, you guys definitely, you know, the, the, the decisions can't be easy. Um, but, I mean, it, it is what it is, and we are... Uh, but four of them. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. All right. And yeah. I, you know, I just say that just because, like I said, we we signed up for this knowing that there was going to be travel. Yeah. You know, and when we originally had, like, I think you guys did a live or, or something. We had potentially had talked about, you know, maybe going to Canada. And I think this was before COVID. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, we got, the twins got their passports already. Yeah. So there we go. Um, you know, so it's just, 
it's just like planning for it. I mean, there's plenty of things that we can do. And I say that only having to travel with myself and the twins mm-hmm. and potentially my husband. I don't say that having to travel with little ones and, you know, yeah. extra other kids. So I think it's easier for me to say that. Um, on that note, what's a coach's dream? A coach's dream? A coach's dream. What do you mean exactly? Um... What's a coach's dream, I guess, uh, for the program? You. What, what's your dream for this program? I can't really say individual teams just because uh, everybody you'd want, you know, an amazing tumbling, all that. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. My, my dream, I want... To know all the answers to all the questions. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, I, you know, the dream would be. This is actually the dream. You see that pregnant pause right there? That was a good pause. Everyone's yeah. like, "What's he gonna say?" <laughs> And the sad thing is, I don't even know what you're going to say. We we didn't rehearse this, so I don't even know. The dream is McDonald's. You're like, what's McDonald's? McDonald's is... They have the science down to making... To... You know, everything's like... You know, when you walk into McDonald's, McDonald's is the same... Here in Bakersfield, as it is in San Diego, California, as it is in, you know, San Francisco, I went to Paris last summer, and McDonald's is the same, exact same there. And they have a blueprint on what makes McDonald's successful. And they say, like, if you want to open up a McDonald's, they say, hey, you want to open up McDonald's? You will be successful. Here is the, we've already cracked the code. Here's what you need to do. As long as you do this... You're going to be successful. So right now, every year, it's we're still tinkering with the with the settings. Should we do a little more of this? Should we do a little less of this? Or how should we put together this? What date should we get choreography on? Well, maybe we should do. Maybe we should get choreography. Maybe we should get a pyramid first, and then do this, and then maybe we should do this, and maybe we should do this first. So really, the dream is to have it all figured out like all of the details figured out where we can where we can just reprint success every time we get the same exact quality you know no matter you know the year or the seat you know even during COVID McDonald's is the same you know like yeah yeah I so You know, just the same, you know, every time you go to McDonald's, you know what to expect. And I just want, and they figured, they figured out, you know, so did, you know, Starbucks and, you know, all these other places. But, like, I remember watching that movie, The Founder. He's like, you know, it's only, you know, it's only two pickles. It's not three pickles, it's two pickles. And it's, you know, it's a handful of onions on there. Like, they had everything down to a science, and that's just what I want to get to is that we have everything down to a science. Like we walk, this is what we do on the first day of practice every year. And on by this date, this is what every, and you know, just have everything down to a science and you know, that we've already figured out all of the, but I guess that's the fun is the journey is figuring it out. Mm -hmm. You know, right now we're ever, even though we've been able, what I, what I, I, feel personally that we've been successful regardless of what everyone else thinks. I think personally we've been successful but I still feel like we have so much more where we can where we can be just so much more efficient in everything that we do. Definitely. I I think so. I think you guys have done a great job. Um, how this was one of the questions I asked on our uh, Instagram live. I'll probably have a different answer. <laughs> Ashley answered it, and she's not here, so you're stuck. All right. Um, how long do you see yourself at American? How long? Her answer, I- and I specifically remember her answer. Yeah. Because I've always wondered this. Mm-hmm. Um, her answer was, "Well, we bought a house here, 
So I think we really are we're planning on staying. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. So you can't use that answer, though. <laughs> I will use a different answer. Well, we had a kid here, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey, thank you. Thanks, Joey. Yeah, you know, we're here. You know, the thing is, I said this on a live one time, is there's a Bible verse that says you should not make plans... You should not say, a year from now, I plan on doing business here mm-hmm. because you do not know what the Lord has for you in store. So you should say, if the Lord wills, I will do you know business here in a year or something like that. So what I've learned is, is I can't predict the future. And I love American. I think this is a great place. I really like Bakersfield. Bakersfield has grown on me more than... I thought it would, and it really has. I think that we have a very special program and opportunity with supportive families. And, you know, the thing is, the other thing, and this is more tied into Bakersfield than, I think, American, but, you know, there's lots of... I was on on a, not a group chat, on a Facebook page the other day, and people were talking about how they're shut down and all these things, and they're, and someone said something like, the stress that my parents are getting me, I, I just had to shut down, right? And... She basically said, I don't have supportive parents right now, so we closed our doors. And we have a supportive, we have supportive parents, we're in supportive community where, and and I like to think this is everywhere across the nation, but you know, I feel like this is like one of those places where everyone's like, you know, support local, and we're going to do, you know, and I just really feel like there's a close bond here with the, with the people here in, in Bakersfield, and obviously that flows into the gym, and that makes me feel like we are in such a a privileged position here that isn't we were just in Seattle working a camp which Seattle is the polar opposite of Bakersfield that's where I'll leave it at polar opposite of Bakersfield <laughs> interesting and we were there we do this camp we're there what th- uh, three days working with these kids and as soon as we left the gym shut down you know due to not the gym but the city like shut down due yeah. to COVID right and they're like, well, we're shutting our doors again, you know? And I just, um, I think we're in such a supportive community that it's um, it's hard for me to... To want to leave. Yeah, to want to leave. And, or, yeah, think about leaving, right? Those types of things. So. so, well, that's good. So we, you know, have you for, seems like quite a few years, you know, like you said, things could change. You never know. Um which is great because I love coming home. The girls came home, or I love the girls coming home. They came home on Wednesday, and uh, they get in the car. We gotta see baby Joey. <laughs> I'm like, like you gotta touch her. Like, what, really? And no, well, she was in. You know, give me the whole story. She was in daycare. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we got, we gotta see her. She's so pretty. <laughs> uh, and you know, then they come home, and uh, they're excited. I don't, I don't come to the gym anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's two and a half hours yeah. of practice, you know, and in the beginning you guys had asked us, if you don't need to stay, please don't stay. Yeah. So, which is great for me because I can go home and get a lot of things done. So hearing them come home and be excited about things is great. You know, Coach Jason said this or Coach yeah. Ashley did this. So I, I love it. I love that they're excited um, to hear from you guys and talk to you guys and hopefully that... You know, is years to come. I mean, if it's not, then it's not. But hopefully, it is. Yeah. So, I guess last final question. All right. We have taken. I've taken up a lot of your time. No, we're good. Is this going to be the longest podcast you've had? <laughs> it. It may or may it'll be close. Okay. What can us parents do to improve on? Read your emails. Okay, so are we referring to the read your emails Hawaii thing? I mean, because I got a huge laugh out of Hawaii. I'm sitting here and I'm like, no, he did not. No, no. And then I just, I'm at work, bust out laughing. My boss is like, what are you laughing about? I'm like, this podcast I'm listening to. Uh, Do you really get that many parents that don't read emails? I get get questions that let me know they didn't read emails. Because if they would have... They wouldn't be answering the question. Yeah. They would have read the email because mm-hmm. it's in there. Yeah. Okay, because I've seen those questions before. I'm like, did you not read the email? So, parents can... I think the biggest thing 
one, reading emails help because I put, I want to, I want to be able to give all the information out to the parents. I don't want parents to feel like we're running a, like a loose ship around here. Like I want our parents to feel like they communicate well. I know what's going on. I feel well informed. I don't feel like they're just, you know, shooting, you know, shooting at the hip or whatever. Uh, so I try to communicate early and often and thoroughly I try to you know I'm not you know, I'm only human right so so reading emails the other thing I think would be having kids at practice is like the biggest thing I actually wouldn't care if parents didn't read the emails if I had 100% attendance all the time you know you know that you say that that was one of my questions which I, I kind of skipped over it I, I I'm in our in our group chat for the team. Mm-hmm. The twins aren't they? They're not responsible enough mm-hmm. to be in yeah. there. Um, you know, and if something comes across and they don't tell me, they don't read that kind yeah. of stuff. I see some of the kids on there, and I'm not going to get practice today. I'm not going to get practice today, and I'm like, holy moly! So you know, so I asked the girls, was so and so there? No, I'm like, is she in your mm-hmm. pod? Because for me, I mean, the twins are you know flyers. So for me. If a if some if you know one of their back spots or their bases isn't there, then, yeah. then they can't do it. Then they're marking, and it's not just I think about it. It's not just oh well they can't do that because you're ch-. no. It's but it's everybody needs the practice. Yeah, for sure. So it I mean it has to be frustrating, right? That they're yeah. not there. You know it's and I get that life happens. I a hundred percent understand that life happens, and the only time you can get you know this doctor's appointment in was at you know six thirty on Monday. But, you know, our kids have... The, the hard part is, when I played, what, football? We were... We played football. It was like Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday or something like that. When I, by the time I got to high school, right, it's Monday through Thursday, game on Saturday... Or game on Friday. We even had practice on Saturday mornings, right? Gymnasts are in the gym 16 hours a week. Like, all these other sports are always constantly in the gym, and, you know, we have five hours a week, and that's the only time we have to get our work done is between the hours, you know, for you, 6 to 8.30. It's the only time of the week. And and when we are at practice, we can be productive, you know, but when we're not at practice, we can't be productive. And it's just, you know, that's it. <laughs> I Trust me, I know. I, um... I don't think that twins have ever missed a practice. I truly don't. From Shout junior out. stars, from junior stars to junior white to second Dude, junior Dude, let's go. I really, truly don't think they have. Yeah. I really don't. I know we did have a vacation planned, and I had emailed. We had choreography. Mm-hmm. I emailed you, and you're like, well, yeah, I remember, yeah. Out. And my husband's like, nope, nope, just cancel it. Yeah. Just, we're going to cheer. I'm like, okay, you know, that's what, that's what, that's what yeah. we signed up for. Um so it to me, I don't know. I guess not every parent thinks the same. And as Joey gets older, you will definitely see like, okay, this is my parenting style. Yeah. I mean, I don't judge anyone else's parenting style, but I just sometimes I see you know these girls. Oh, I wasn't here. I wasn't here. And I, I see it on the group me, and I'm just like, holy moly! Like you know, that's three practices yeah. in one month. Like it gets old to me yeah, as yeah. a parent. It gets old for not just for my daughters, but for the team. Yeah. And so I, it has to, you know, kind of get old for you guys. You know, too. I, I kind of got to this point when I was younger. I just wanted to win so bad, and it was like the only thing I cared about. And that's when you know we're having extra practice every week, and we're doing this. And I, I kind of realized I couldn't judge other people based on my sensibilities. Uh, like you said, like I don't judge. Other people's parenting style. I have my parenting style. They have their parent, and you know, I have my, you know, sensibilities when it comes to being at practice. I went on a trip, or last summer, I, you know, I don't remember, but I had a busy summer. I only had two weekends off last summer. I took Fourth of July off and one other summer, one other weekend in August, 
and I went from everywhere. You know, I was in in Paris and Memphis and Vegas and you know all these places, flying around different airplane. And the only practice I missed was when we went to Paris for that. You know, because we went to that wedding where we're gone for ten days. So I missed one practice for each team, and then I rearranged my whole schedule. Said, hey, if you want me to come and work with your program or you want me to come speak at this conference, I'll do any of that. But I'm not missing my own kids' practice. Like, I'm not going to miss practice for my kids. Like, I just, it's the, you know, the standard that I drew, you know, the line that I drew and said, I'll come work with you guys, but you're going to have to work around. Like, I'm not going to miss my kids' schedule so I can be with your kids. Like, I'm going to be with our kids first. And so, if, and that's just the way I look at things, but I can't, I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm trying not to judge people or hold people to the standard that I hold myself to. Um, you know, other people have other priorities, and if you know, if you really want to, I always tell the I'm not going to force you guys to be champions. If you want to be a champion, I 100% can teach you how to be a champion. But you've got to want it for yourself. I can't, like, want it more than you. I'm going to give myself a heart attack, you know, because I I want it really badly. So on that note, it's funny that you say that because, you know, you know my husband, and he always gives the girls a hard time. Coach Jason loves me. Every time I see him, he knows who I am, (laughs) and he shakes my hand. And, you know, it's a a household joke. No, Daddy, he doesn't love you that much. I love him the most. Um, So it's always funny. And, you know, you say uh, you want to be a champion in our our house the girls you know they they bring their um frustrations home from practice or i didn't get to do this and so and so Mm -hmm. took my spot and we have always told them if you want that spot you will do what you have to do to have that spot i've told them you know stretching you play on your phone. You play your Fortnite and yeah. your Roblox. And, you know, you do all these things. And you have, you know, they have TikTok. And, you know, they do the TikToks and they watch YouTube. And I've told them, you can sit your little booty down and stretch while you're watching your YouTube. Yeah. I'm not going to force you to do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But I'm tired of setting a time every day where mm-hmm. I'm like, Kinsley, stretch. Rylan, stretch. Ugh, mom, mom, yeah. Why? So me and my husband have came to the conclusion, if you want to do it, you'll do it. If you don't want to, then be prepared for somebody yeah. else to come in and take that spot. For sure. And that that's how we think about it that way, too. Is and I don't know which one it was, because I can't tell twins apart when I'm far away. <laughs> oh, but my gosh. One of them pulled a heel stretch the other day. Uh, good job, twin! I don't know which one it was, but some one of their heel stretches got significantly better. I'm, I, I, I have an idea of who it is, but I'm not going to say. We're not going to say. They want to listen to the podcast, and they're going <laughs> to, Mommy, you said it was her, and it was really me, or you know, vice versa, so I'm definitely not going to say which one I thought it was. I think it might have been both of them. We can't say that to cover that up. Uh, we definitely. Well, I saw a heel stretch and it looked good, and it was from one of the twins. So hopefully, I mean, you know, they have plenty of room to grow. But uh, Jason, it's been fun. It's been great. Thanks for you know bringing me on. Do you have any questions for me? Any questions for you? What's the dream for you? Well, I get, like, so nervous and super excited. My hands get clammy. My stomach gets upset when they go to perform. Mm -hmm. So when I'm, like, watching them, I don't know, it, like, brings, like, tears to my eyes. Because they're not nervous. Like, I ask them, are you nervous? All these people are watching. They're not nervous. Um, The dream for me would want to be what their dream is. And I think it will constantly progress. Right now, their dream is to make a level two team. Well, I guess it would be to make a senior team, but I've told them, you're not even old enough yet. Yeah. Um, So their goal and their dream is to make a level two team right now, and they want to land their back handspring, and they want it to look good. So that air track that's stretched across my living room yep. all the time. Um, that My dream is what their dreams are. And I think I became that parent that, I mean, you can always be more successful. I'm pretty content where I'm at in my life. I have a great job. Um, my kids are doing good in school. So my dreams are what their dreams are. Yeah. And right now it's for them. They want to make a level two team. So I'm 
good with that. There we go. That's what they want to do. We're good. Let's make it happen. Guys, like, share, subscribe. I don't know what else. You know how they do on YouTube. Follow. Follow all those good things. Um, be, we should do this again. We should make this a regular thing. I'm down. We should make it. Maybe we should turn it into the Let's Talk Cheer with Jason and be more. Yeah. And we just do a, you know. I'm going to need some of the parents to help me out with, like, some, you know, conversation topics yeah. or, you know, questions or anything like that. Because it gets hard. It's not that easy trying to figure out what all these questions. And yeah, just ask whatever. Just go, yeah, hey, you know, we're talking about this. I saw this happen. What are your thoughts? And I'll go, I don't know. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, guys. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Love you guys. Five, six, seven, eight. We're Let's out. Let's go. <laughs> Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.